0: Then sin and death are destroyed. Will be will be destroyed. Right now, it doesn't look like death is destroyed. We still have cemeteries. Mm. Um, we still have sin in our own hearts. We have sin in this world. But that hope is that neither of those things are going to be true in the, in the future. And that is so good. Mm. Welcome to Sing the Word, a podcast that explores and promotes gospel-centered, scripturally rich congregational songs for the church. I am your host, Nathan Murphan, co-hosted by Joshua Roberts, Rachel Nothnigle. Glad to have you guys here. Really excited to be giving you all another recommended hymn uh, episode. We're going to explore two hymns. Both of them are uh, newer songs today. Uh, We'll definitely touch some older songs like we did in a previous one with the Isaac Watts hymn, but today it just so happened to do... Uh, two of our modern hymns. And uh, also with these two hymns, they're going to be great um, songs for you to have in your church if you don't already that are great Easter uh, Resurrection Sunday songs. So we're really excited to uh, promote these to you. We're actually recording this episode on uh, Holy Week, so we're about to have Good Friday and Easter, so we felt it would be appropriate to do these two songs. So uh, first, um, we're going to start with the City of Light Song it was finished upon that cross, written uh, just a few years ago in 2021, and then we're also going to touch um, a Getty Papa Boswell Merker, Coughlin song <laughs> uh, written in 2020, actually right before the shutdown in America, called "Christ Our Hope in Life and Death." So I'm sure most I'm sure most of these or both of these songs are going to be very familiar, but we're gonna we're gonna dive right in. Uh, let's do what we've done. Let's read each of us a verse. We're going to start with the City of Light one. Um, I'll read verse one. Josh, you read verse two. And then Rachel, you'll do verse three and the extra tags. So I'll go those first two paragraphs. Josh, mm-hmm. you got the next two. And then Rachel, you just do the last four. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, because it's like verse three, A, B, and C, how they did it anyways, but. All right, I'll start. How I love the voice of Jesus on the cross of Calvary. He declares his work is finished. He has spoken this hope to me. Though the sun had ceased its shining, though the war appeared as lost, Christ had triumphed over evil. It was finished upon that cross.
1: Now the curse it has been broken. Jesus paid the price for me. Full the pardon he has offered, great the welcome that I receive. Boldly I approach my Father, clothed in Jesus' righteousness. There is no more guilt to carry. It was finished upon that cross.
2: Death was once my great opponent. Fear once had a hold on me. But the Son who died to save us rose that we would be free indeed. Free from every plan of darkness, free to live and free to love. Death is dead and Christ is risen it was finished upon that cross. Onward to eternal glory, to my Savior and my God, I rejoice in Jesus' victory. It was finished upon that cross.
0: Amen. Good stuff. As we said, this is a City of Light hymn. Um, Rich Thompson, Joni Robinson, and Nigel Ian Hendriff. I don't don't see that guy's (laughs) name very much, but Rich and Joni, I see their names all the time on their songs. But let's dive in, guys. What do you guys want to start with? Uh, obviously, let's let's work our way through the text. But um, any any thoughts you want to start us off with?
1: Well, I think that we could we we we'll, we could camp out for a while with talking about the scripturally rich stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, the gospel centered part of it, you know, um, this this song basically just communicates the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it, it it says a few things. First of all, it talks about how we were law-breaking and now forgiveness is possible. Mm. Um, defeating death and fear uh, because of the fact that he rose, um, mm-hmm. that we would be free. Um, but also the place where we get to boldly approach um, the forgiveness that we've been offered allows us to boldly approach his throne. And, and I think that those... Anyone... Who would be, with, in our worship service that doesn't know the gospel? I think mm. this would communicate this very yeah. well to them. There might be some things in there that they wouldn't understand completely for the non-Christian. Um, uh, clothed in righteousness, you know what does that mean? But um, yeah. but still, it communicates the gospel. It reminds us as Christians of the gospel and what richness it is. Um, for us, and and I think that's why it 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 stirs our hearts so much because it just reminds us of what has happened mm-hmm. to us as we've come to know the Lord um, and, and been made alive in Him. So, yeah, um, that that the gospel centered man, it, yeah. it is so gospel centered. It is. It, it, it is <clears throat> the gospel.
2: So. I think that's a great way to just um, bring an overview to the song as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to highlight a few things in verse one. Mm-hmm. specifically, of course in John nineteen thirty that is when Jesus says it is finished or one of the times it's recorded in a gospel mm-hmm. um, but Jesus has has paid for my sin and your sin and he has said that his sacrifice is enough. Mm-hmm. I've been reading through Hebrews over and over and I thought of Hebrews ten four that says for it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sin. Mm-hmm. so it reminded me of the Old Testament sacrificial system and how Christ was a fulfillment of that. And so he declares his work is finished and it can only be his blood that pays for that. Yeah.
0: And that, that should encourage us to quit striving, Mm -hmm. right. Or to think that salvation is in and of ourselves or solely of ourselves. I mean, that, that was one thing I, you mentioned Hebrews. One thing I was thinking about is in the prologue of Hebrews, it, it mentions Jesus, um, after making purification for sin, He sat down at the right hand of the Father. The priests of the Old Testament, they were standing. They were constantly moving. They were constantly throwing animals on the fire. And that was just the the perpetualness of their work, I guess is the word. But Jesus did it once for all, and it was final. And it's a sure work, and it's it's done. It is finished. That's, that's the point in it, this song. So... Greatly expounds on that thought. That's good. Um, what? Let's see here. I, I like the I like the appeal also in verse one to looking at the visual things. If you were if you were in if you were at the scene of Jesus' crucifixion, you see the sun had ceased its shining. Um, those that were followers of Christ, um, they thought, man, the cause for Christ, the, the good news that He's preached the um the message of God that he brings as God's anointed one, as as God's Christ, his Messiah, man, it just seems like the war appears as lost mm. Mm. because he's dead. Our 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 friend, our Lord is gone. And so obviously they obviously the 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 disciples, the 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 three or four that were with him in Gethsemane, they all fled and Peter denied him three times and people just watch. And in fear, and then they hide <laughs> until that beautiful Sunday morning. But
2: That reminds me too of how Israel was waiting hundreds and thousands of years for a different kind of king. They mm-hmm. didn't anticipate Jesus as he was. They were looking for someone to free them from political and social mm-hmm. distress. military, Yeah, mm-hmm. military and all mm-hmm. of that. Um, not a king who would bring a different kind of comfort and then die. Yeah. And then, you know, the sky is black. And mm-hmm. like you said, everything doesn't look like a victory. That's (laughs) right. Everything
0: looks like a defeat. Like Mm -hmm. there's an earthquake. The sun has turned away from shining. I think that also brings into picture that it's not just, you know, the evil that occurred on that day. It's not just a human thing where we say, okay, the Jews crucified him. The Romans actually executed it. It, Also creation itself Mm. turns back against the darkness that is befalling on this day and you see that in the sun and and just all of creation as Paul says in Romans 8 groaning to see their final redemption like um, there's there's just a heaviness about that day but even still as it says though the war appeared as lost
1: Christ had triumphed over evil uh, yeah I, love I think that. that listening to you guys talking and especially you Nathan talking about you know this sun had ceased it's shining and 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 I, I don't think I'd ever realized I mean, I know that it opens up with talking about what we hear, how I love the voice of Jesus on the cross Mm. of Calvary, but it's involving all the senses or at least some of them, you know, you, you, um, you see the darkness, um, around you, but you're also hearing, um, that or being reminded of what that, uh, would have sounded like, or imagining what that would have sounded like. Um, Mm. it is finished to tell us die, you know, um, being, being shouted out, um, how I love that, and um, yeah, it just it involves the senses. Um, and I don't think I'd realized that until just now. Yeah. If you were talking about that, you yeah, know? Um, yeah, cool, Yes,
0: yeah, that's, that's some good stuff. Let's let's keep going. Um, well, actually, let's before we keep going, let's talk a little bit about the melody because we were just talking about it earlier. It's just, it's, it's the songs in a six eight time signature, so just kind of that, mm-hmm. that lilt to it, that mm-hmm. dance feel. And it's very, um, very tuneful. I think, and the melody's simple. It's not hard to follow if you're learning it for the first time. I think. Um, we can it talk is, about
1: that. yeah. It is very easy to to learn. It is very, um, a very limited range. Very short. Uh, small range I think it's just um, an octave isn't it it's not even an octave um da, I, I don't da, think
0: da, 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 da. there's a low b flat yeah i mean it, it goes, it up goes to... from it goes from high b
1: flat i think oh yeah it does go up it's to b just... flat you're right yeah so still only one still octave. one octave that's still a very sh- small range and mm-hmm. um it, i think it's very very singable because it it repeats the the phrases and stuff but i i I don't know. I I like the the intro and stuff. That's what always sticks out oh, every time man, I, man. I I but think th- about this song. I always think about the intro and the um kind of the interludes and stuff. That, lead line. Yeah, I love that part. It's
2: such a joyful song too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And then it has a different interlude before verse three. That <laughs> da, the da, little da, instrumental. Da, da, yeah,
1: the, the guitar da, lead line. Da, 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 da.
0: Yeah, I think it's very tuneful. I and I think it's mostly pentatonic scale too, which m- makes it. Very, very tuneful. I mean, right? It's only yeah. It one, makes two, three, it five, and six. Like. Sing-songy folk yeah. sounding. Yeah. Um.
1: One, two. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Pentatonic,
0: and I think it. I think it maintains Four, that the whole time in the melody. Obviously, if you sing harmonies, mm-hmm. you're going to be singing to others. But yeah, I love love the tune. Okay, uh, in verse two, I think personally, verse two, um, the now the curse has been broken verse. It's probably my favorite verse. If I had to pick one, I know obviously the resurrection comes later, but I love how much how many aspects of the gospel, of, of the atonement of Christ that it lays out literally in each line. Mm. It says, Now the curse it has been broken. Okay. Curse. I think of Romans five. Yeah. Romans five. I also think of Galatians three, the, the curse motif. Yeah. Uh, Christ um, you know, quoting Deuteronomy, cursed is a man who hangs on a tree. Christ yeah. became the curse for right. us um, so that we would not be bound uh, to the law. So Galatians 3, Jesus paid the price, I think, of Colossians 2. He canceled the debt um, that we we had on ourselves. Um, fool the pardon he has offered. I, this one wasn't quite as clear, but I actually uh, the end of Micah mm-hmm. has a little bit of something of this. Um, this is Micah seven eighteen. Who is a God like you? pardoning iniquity and passing over transgression for the remnant of his inheritance. And it, and it keeps going on and you will show your, or uh, you will, you will cast all our sins into the depths of the sea. You will show faithfulness to Jacob, steadfast love to Abraham, as you have sworn to our fathers from the days of old. So it talks about pardon. Great. The welcome that I receive, I think of, I think of like a, we get to the word father, but a father, welcoming his children in. So that reminds me of like adoption in Romans 8. We cry out with the spirit of adoption, Abba, Father. And also mm-hmm.
2: the prodigal son comes up in my mind too. yeah. And how that's son. a picture of the gospel.
0: Yeah. And then uh, cl- uh, clothed in Jesus' righteousness, so like Romans 3 or even the end of like Isaiah 53, talks about he sh- God shall see and be satisfied, and he will, on the account of many, make... Many righteous. Um, so we have something given to us. And uh, and then no more guilt to carry. That's also kind of like the canceling the debt in Romans Colossians 8, 2. 1. And There's Romans no 8.1. Yeah. Um, boldly I approach. Reminds me of um, Hebrews 4.
2: 416.
1: That, yeah. Yes. Let us Strongly draw near with earth confidence, confidence to the throne of grace. We receive great mercy and find grace in our time of need. Uh, it reminds me
0: of a now, not from scripture, but a hymn. I think of Anne Cannot Be, the Charles Wesley. Oh, yeah. Bold I approach the eternal throne. Um, so there's a little connection points there. Mm-hmm. What else? John
1: this 1 but Mm -hmm. as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become children of God. Mm. Um, And like you were saying about the adopted children and, uh, you know, uh, boldly we approach the throne. It's all this stuff. A a child doesn't have to, to worry about approaching the King the way that a servant would. um, Mm. You you just come up to, to dad, you You run up to dad, Um, Mm -hmm. children of God, the the King of the universe where, where, where he
0: is. That's
1: good. Yeah.
2: I keep thinking of the finality of Christ's sacrifice that um, I think of Romans 6, 9, and 10, um, specifically 10, for the death he died, he died to sin once for all. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then in 9, it says um, he will never die again. And just to think of all the times I've doubted my standing with the Lord based on what I'm doing oh. <laughs> and not what Christ has already done for, yeah. for his people. And so... I think of even later in the song. It says, "Death is dead, and Christ is risen." Mm. Like it is so final, and whatever I do is not going to touch that. I'm not that powerful. Mm.
0: Man, you stole my favorite line. We're gonna. gonna We are gonna. Sorry, I skipped ahead. (laughs) My favorite verse is verse two, but that's my favorite line. But anyways, yeah, yeah, that's that's wonderful. I I think poetically, if you're looking at the text, one thing that I love is it gives qualifiers um, to lines three and four of verse two. Full, comma, the mm-hmm. pardon he is offered. Great, comma, the welcome that I received. That just those are just little subtle things that I think that make the hymn and even the more way, beautiful.
1: The way that the lyrics are reversed instead of the pardon is full that he mm-hmm. has offered. Kind of like full, Yoda, Yoda language. It, but it emphasizes <laughs> that word full. Yeah. You know, the pardon. Um mm. great, the welcome. Um, yeah. Mm. Uh, Kinda reminds me of um
0: the um Philip Bliss song, the hymn, um full atonement, exclamation point, can it be question mark. Mm-hmm. It, kind of the, the flipping of the words. That's good. Well, since you spilled the beans, let's go on to verse. The- Sorry. I <laughs> know it's <laughs> the end of the song is my favorite part. <laughs> uh, that's tough because I hate picking favorite verses. I just really like how
2: I think deep the verse end of the song is, oh, is a really good summary and look ahead to what this means for the Christian. Yes. Especially when it says onward to eternal glory because Uh of what Christ has done. I can look with joy, anticipation, hope for the future. Mm
0: -hmm. That's great. Yeah. And it, I like music. I'm musically sometimes, you know, when you, there's the stigma of like, if you revert, you repeat a verse or a bridge Five, six times, like most contemporary Christian songs do. it People get, you know, annoyed or whatever. This one, this is the only part that it repeats, but I think it's necessary to repeat. Mm. Death was once my great opponent. Fear once had a hold on me, but the son who died to save us rose that we'd be free indeed. Gets all quiet. And then we build through that that verse. And it's
1: get, almost like, let, let me say that one more time. One more time. Yeah. Just so I, I don't think you got in. it. I yes. Don't, I don't think y'all are excited enough about it. Yes. I, I love
2: the contrast of who, who I was and where I was before Christ. And mm. then because of what Christ has done, mm. it's moving from death to life. In yeah. The
1: song. It, and he, he starts talking about that actually in verse two. Um, Cause yes. I, I think the clothed in Jesus' righteousness, there is no more guilt. It's this contrast mm-hmm. of, you know, um, we've, we've, we are no longer under that guilt we now have the righteousness we've been given that great exchange and then he explores mm. it even more or or they explore it even more as we get into the next verse yeah i like the the
0: expounding of the word freedom or that we would be free free from every plan of darkness mm. and this is where it gets to that mm. responsive this is what christ has given to you now go and live free to live and free to love we have we're free from any anything like the as if we were under the law we were so constrained and so this 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 we have freedom in christ to pursue him and and because we have him we have all things so we have so much freedom in life and we, we can we can fully love because of the great love we've been shown um, and then we get to that favorite line that death, mm-hmm. death is dead I love that death is dead and Christ is risen. It was finished upon that cross. Hmm. Reminds me of a crown him with many crowns. That second verse, it goes. Um, I love that. Yeah. Uh, and now my <laughs> mind's gonna blank because it's not in front of my face. But um, <laughs> who died eternal life death to again. bring and lives that death, death may, may die. die. Love that. That's one of my favorite lines hmm. in old hymns. On the in the names, very
2: but. last part, it says, onward to eternal glory, mm-hmm. to my Savior and my God, I rejoice in Jesus' victory. Mm-hmm. I like that possessive nature of God is God is mine. I am his, he is mine. Mm-hmm. And then that rejoicing in what Christ has done and not what we have done. Um, I think we talked about um, a few weeks ago how uh, some songs will emphasize our victory. And yes, through Christ, our victory. Mm-hmm. And it's always, you know, this thing will happen to me or for me or I will prevail um, but that I think this is my favorite line in the whole song is that I'm mm. rejoicing in Jesus victory. Yes
0: yes. And that's kind of what the whole song has tried to to argue mm-hmm. to defend is that it was a victory. It was not mm-hmm. a defeat or it wasn't evil's final say and there's there's no hope now it was a victory. and and that's it points back to the cross as that point of victory and everyone and yes the resurrection is is a justification of that victory but the cross the atonement is the central event in christian history christian faith everything people you know <laughs> there's a lot of songs that want to really um I almost want to say over uh, this sounds terrible over celebrate the resurrection as a foreboding, like let's forget about the darkness and mm-hmm. Jesus mm-hmm. died, and but but there's but Sunday's coming, you know, and and Amen, yes, Sunday is coming, and praise the Lord, and we have the hope of resurrection. But it's this song is pointing us back. Yes, Christ is risen. We have freedom to live and do these things, but it's because of the payment that Christ made on the cross, the 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 vicarious. The substitutionary atonement. Mm-hmm. That is why we have this hope,
2: and our rejoicing can start there. It doesn't have to start with the resurrection.
0: Amen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Any final thoughts about the tune? Or I
1: think that, or the Rachel chorus? was talking about how it it ends there with "I rejoice in Jesus's victory," mm-hmm. and and I think that that echoes back in my mind to how in the verse verse it says, um, "He declared." Mm-hmm. Mm. He declared His work is finished. I don't declare it. Nobody else declared it. He has that victory to be able to declare. Um, and, and those two things together, His victory, I rejoice in that. I don't speak it into existence. He spoke it into existence mm. because of what He accomplished. So um, it's powerful stuff. And it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone,
0: obviously. we're Our greatest sin in some ways is forgetfulness, <laughs> mm. when it comes to remembering Christ but it shouldn't be a surprise because Christ even said in Matthew 3 like at his baptism Jesus answered him talking to John the Baptist let it um, let it be so now for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness so Christ Christ has come he has to fulfill he has to live the life as the new Adam as the new Moses as the new David the true Adam, the true. Moses, was true. David sounds like another song. Um, but um, we'll get to that one another time. But he, this is something he did, and then he said it was finished. When he says it was finished, there has to that has to preclude that there was something that he did. that He had to do. Uh, it shouldn't be a surprise uh, to people. Okay, that's great. Let's go on to Christ our hope in life and death. Um. Let's um. Yeah, let's go ahead and read. Josh, how about you do verse one? Well, let's see here. Do you want to read the choruses each time, like how you would sing it, or you just want to? I don't care. It doesn't. Let's read it. It's such a good chorus. Let's just read it after every time. Okay. So you got verse one, two, and I'll end verse, verse three. All
1: right. What is our hope in life and death? Christ alone. Christ alone. What is our only confidence? That our souls to Him belong. Who holds our days within his hand? What comes apart from his command? And what will keep us to the end? The love of Christ in which we stand. O oh, sing hallelujah. Our hope springs eternal. O oh, sing hallelujah. Now and ever we confess Christ our hope in life and death.
2: What truth can calm the troubled soul? God is good. God is good. Where is his grace and goodness known? In our great Redeemer's blood. Who holds our faith when fears arise? Who stands above the stormy trial? Who sends the waves that bring us nigh? unto the shore, the rock of Christ. O oh, sing hallelujah, our hope springs eternal. O oh, sing hallelujah, now and ever we confess Christ our hope in life and death.
0: Unto the grave, what shall we sing? Christ, he lives, Christ, he lives. And what reward will heaven bring? Everlasting life with him. There we will rise to meet the Lord. Then sin and death will be destroyed. And we will feast in endless joy when Christ is ours forevermore. O sing hallelujah, our hope springs eternal. O sing hallelujah, now and ever we confess Christ our hope in life and death. And then it repeats it again. (laughs) oh that's so good um listener i'm going to make sure whenever we post this episode that i'm i'm going to include a link to um a youtube video of the story behind this song there's a a video written or or given out by um by getty music youtube Yeah, yeah it's on youtube i think it's got like 90,000 views, and I'm sure yeah. I contributed a 100 of them. I'm sure <laughs> I've, listened, I've watched it <laughs> several times. I watched it again today to refresh myself. But there's a lot that came in behind this song, and I, I won't say too much of it. I'll let you go listen to it. But um, very quickly, Matt Merker and Jordan Coughlin, they wanted to get together originally to write a song about hope,
2: mm-hmm. that
0: the, the Christian, the churchgoer, the follower of Jesus, needs to hear the message of hope all the time and in our churches. So that was kind of their ambition. And they brought it um, to Keith Getty and like, they wanted help with a the chorus. They got, they got verses and they got melody, but they wanted help with the chorus. So the chorus is actually a lot of um, Keith's creation, um, which I can believe that just mm. because of the words and just how it, how it sounds just sounds very Getty to me, which is very cool. Um, and then, Matt Papa and Matt Boswell got involved too. And it was the five of them on their hymn writer's retreat to Ireland. And um, I'm thinking 2019. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah. There's, there's other, there's other backstories that have influenced why um, this the centrality of hope and Christ our hope and talking about suffering. There's some good backstories that will be very informative. If you want to go check that out.
1: Yeah. And you know, about hope um, it's all, it's all based off of the Heidelberg C- catechism. Yep. Um, you know what is our hope in life and death?
0: I've got uh, it right here. If you want me to, read it. I've got me. it
1: pulled up. But cool. uh, I mean, it's it's forever long. Um, Just but, do the first one. Yeah. Well, I was gonna I was gonna read this this quote real quick from uh-huh. Matt Boswell. And oh then, yeah. Um, so Christ, our hope in life and death, is based off the Heidelberg Catechism, which is one of the oldest confessions of faith amidst uh, during the Re- Reformation. Mm-hmm. The first line is, "What is our only hope in life and death?" And what that question attempts to do from the very beginning of this catechism is to cast all of our hope on Christ from first to last in life and in death. Yeah. I think that sums it up really well about, um, the, and, and I also love that's why I always think about that when, when we get to the chorus, um, now, and ever we confess, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it's there's reminding a us that there's a confession here that we're, we're reminding ourselves yeah. of, um, and for,
0: so. for real quick, sorry, I know you're about to say something, Go ahead. With, with, with catechism, for, for people that may not be familiar with that term, catechisms were used, uh, I I would imagine maybe they were used even in the, they were, the Middle Ages, but yeah. definitely in the Reformation, they were revitalized to, to teach children and to teach um, possible... Uh, prospective members or, or new believers in your in your church family about the basics of the faith
1: yeah so you asked a question and then mm-hmm. you answered you it answered it um, there's a, a few di- but yep. yeah similarly to like the old, the creeds and stuff just a way to to make sure that people could recite and know what they, what it is that mm-hmm. we believe in, what it is we stand for.
2: I think the format of that question and answer, it really lends itself to this song too, because the answer is always Jesus. Mm -hmm. It's always Christ. It's always what he's done. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also easier to remember those things when it's a question and answer. Of course, catechisms, like you said, have been used for hundreds of years, but um, this song is so easy to memorize and remember um, in song form or just the words, Mm -hmm. and then have that just, you know, like maybe dwell on it as you're singing it or hearing it. Um, But I think the question and answer is probably my favorite part of the song.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think that is one of my favorite parts too. I love the, whether it's this song, whether it's Is He Worthy by Andrew Peterson, Ben Shive, whether it's Behold Our God, Mm -hmm. Sovereign Grace, they ask the questions and and some of them don't have the answer, but it implies the answer. But mm-hmm. this one does literally give question. Mm-hmm. It's Q and A, Q and a, Q and A. And I think and that's
2: what again. makes it such a good congregational song too, mm-hmm. because it, they are responding. Mm-hmm.
1: So on Sunday, I mean, you know, we're 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 doing a. Um, it's funny that we were talking about it was finished upon the cross, and its death is the death of death. Mm-hmm. Um, we're doing a, a sermon series on the death of death, and on Sunday. Um, I kind of opened my eyes up and looked out. Um, what is unto the grave? What shall we sing? Mm-hmm. And, and uh, that question. And then I saw all these hands go up. Christ, mm-hmm. He lives. Christ, He lives. And just you know, yeah, it's it's an awesome thing to watch the congregation Engage. answer their own questions mm-hmm. um, as they're singing. It's a Amen. cool thing.
0: Yeah. Yes, I always look forward to that moment. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's so many moments in this song. Um, um, you mind if I go ahead and read that that go chapter ahead. one of Heidel, Heidelberg real go quick? For it. Yeah. Um, just got it in front of me. It'll help. It'll make sense of why there's certain lyrics in the song. So, um, question one: What is your only comfort in life and in death? Mm-hmm. Answer: That I am not my own, but belong, body and soul, in life and in death. There you go. Mm-hmm. To my faith faithful Savior Jesus Christ, He has fully paid for all my sins with His precious blood. That would be quite a quite a memorization test if you were <laughs> a prospective church member or kiddo growing up in the church in the 1500s. But that makes, you know, talking about the, the sovereignty of God and that not a hair can fall from my head without the will of my Father in heaven, that's kind of the theme of verse 1, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, Christ is our hope, obviously. What is our hope in life and death? Christ alone. What is our only confidence? That our souls to Him— Belong, mm-hmm. not my own. That's kind of what it says mm-hmm. there. And then I ask these ser- these three questions. Who holds our days? What comes apart mm-hmm. from his command? What comes, comma, apart from his command? And what will keep us to the end? Um, so it, as I said about another song that we did previously, it just shouts
1: the sovereignty of God mm-hmm. in, yep. in all of life. Um, the yeah. what comes apart from his command it makes me think about how in the Heidelberg it talks about we're set free from the tyranny of the devil. Um, and uh, just, you know, if, if he commands it, then it comes apart. Um, and, mm. and that that stronghold is no longer on us. The tyranny makes me think of the strongholds that so many people will will struggle with. And sometimes, um, I, I, I don't know, we just need to be reminded that when he commands it, it it's done, you know, mm-hmm. it comes apart.
2: So mm. I think of a verse in Job, Job 14.5 says, His days are determined, and the number of his months is with you, and you have appointed his limits that he cannot pass. And so it's this idea of, I I think of like, I'm a very visual person, and so I have to Mm -hmm. envision this, but Mm -hmm. like God gives us the limits of our days. Mm -hmm. It's actually like a really, really good thing for Mm -hmm. us.
0: Psalm 90 says our days are numbered. Mm -hmm. He's numbered them. Some of us 70 by measure of strength, 80 years, is what Moses says. Yeah, that's great. Mm. Um, so let's move on. We'll come to the chorus because there's a lot in there, and I already talked about how I think Getty had a lot of the musical influence. in it. But let's talk about verse 2 because that kind of puts a, a shift in the focus uh, and makes it applicable to life in a broken world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what truth can calm the troubled soul? God is good. God is good.
2: Psalm one nineteen fifty says, "This is my comfort in my affliction, mm. that your promise gives me life."
0: Mm. I think, I think that has to be the only an appropriate answer for someone dealing with suffering, mm-hmm. whether that's physical, um, emotional. Or circumstantial, or just simply lamenting at the evil in, in the world. Mm-hmm. Good night. Um, we just had a, a a school shooting last week mm-hmm. in Nashville. Um, just the, the the darkness you feel. What truth can calm that that mm-hmm. that need to to be untroubled in soul? The goodness of God. Um,
1: yeah, and, you know th- that truth. God is good. I've I've watched people like a lady that. Um, <laughs> That was struggling with. Um, well, she just found out about a, a diagnosis, prognosis of, of breast cancer. This was years back, and um, how she just continued to say God is good, and and I kept thinking, what? Mm-hmm. You have cancer, and 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 mm-hmm. you, all you can say is God is good. Can't can't you say something about God's going to get me through this, or mm-hmm. or you know? But but she just. I, I don't. I don't think that she was. Um, cognizant of the fact that the spirit within her was having her say those words god to preach is to herself, to preach to herself. Mm. i also heard this story of of a guy um that had just found out like that his um life and um uh, and child were were killed in a, a car wreck and um and he said god is good and i was like you know when i'm li- 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 reading this story i'm thinking Oh, you must have really not liked your wife. <laughs> but it wasn't that. It was that he he was saying, I don't I don't know what else to say, but I know that God is good. Mm-hmm. So there must be good that is going to come from this. Oh yeah. I mean, you know. Romans um, what, eight, twenty-eight. That's that's what I keep let me mm-hmm. flip over there. Yeah. Um, and it kind of
0: said that in the Heidelberg, but I don't want to misquote it because it's just such a good good passage. I'm flipping, flipping. There it is, Romans eight twenty eight, And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good, for those who are called according to His purpose. And in the context of that passage in Romans 8, it's talking about the sovereignty of God, not just in life and in the future creation, but in salvation, because then it goes mm-hmm. into the what's known as the golden chain of redemption right after that. But God's goodness is working even our suffering, Mm-hmm. Even the troubledness of our own souls, even the circumstances that we faces that that we, that we face, are all working for our good, and we just simply have to trust God. Because by looking at it by human standards, we're just not going to understand it. And to rely on God's goodness because of His faithfulness, His His kindness, His love. There, there's just those are the the. Tantamount reasons to Mm -hmm. think about God's goodness.
2: Yeah, that is very encouraging to me. Um, The second part of verse 2, who holds our faith when fears arise? Mm -hmm. Who stands above the stormy Mm -hmm. trial? I think of um, Hebrews again. I'm just going to be the Hebrews girl this episode, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pretty sure we're all
0: Gentiles here,
2: but go ahead. Hebrews 12.2 says, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set set before him Mm -hmm. endured the cross um, so when when my fears arise God is the one holding on to me mm-hmm. I'm not you know just barely hanging on um there's a there's a quote by I want to say it's Thomas Watson but I'm so willing to be wrong um, it's an old Puritan dead mm-hmm. guy <laughs> one of them but boys. if I'm hanging on by a thread may it be the thread the thread of his garment. Oh, man. And so I, I think of oh, that preach. too. Um, and then the line, who stands above the stormy trial, when I'm I am currently in a season of of hard diagnosis after hard diagnosis, mm. and I think of, of, you know, when your life seems to be falling apart, God is not taken aback by that. He's not thrown off by that. And I think yeah, yeah. that's something that, you know, it seems quite obvious of like, oh, God isn't surprised by your suffering. But when you are suffering, that is the hope that you need to hear Absolutely. that when you are completely at the end of your rope, you don't know what's going to happen. Your whole future is up in the air. The only thing you can do is to look to Christ who is the author and perfecter of your faith.
0: I love how it says who stands above yes. the stormy trial. It's not in a deistic God is only transcendent and not with mm. us since, but he, he's not trivialed by this. Like we are in yes. our finite minds and our, Inability to comprehend why he would send us this way, mm-hmm. send us down this path, what suffering we would befall, but he stands above the trial, and we can mm-hmm. we can rest in him.
1: That third line there in that section, though, you know, the Sends stormy the trial, the fears arise, mm-hmm. but but the waves, mm-hmm. um, these waves are there to bring us closer to Christ, to bring us to the shore. Um, sends the waves that bring us nigh unto the shore of the rock of Christ, um, like James says, you know, we consider it pure joy when we face these trials, and he talks about how it completes us and makes us like nothing. And I, I, for some reason, because of the fact that it's talking about the waves, and I know that's not exactly what James yeah. says here, but um, he goes on to talk about the waves and the tossed about with the wind um, when we doubt what the Lord has um, told us he's going to do and and when we ask for wisdom and um, I, I don't know I, you know waves can send you into the the rocks mm-hmm. but also um, you know it, it will bring you to the shore. the waves eventually wash you up on shore. it mm-hmm. just depends upon if you're um, you know in in the right direction but the God who stands above, Mm-hmm. The stormy trial is is leading you in those waves to yeah. to the shore instead of to the rocky places. So you know where you'll face uncertain death yeah. <laughs> or certain death. <laughs> There's a William Cowper hymn that says, "God moves
0: in mysterious way, His wonders to perform. Um, he da, da 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 and rides upon the storm." I can't remember the mm. words, but ugh, darn it, I should have posted printed that out, but. That has another connection I feel like applies there. And, and waves, when we think of waves, you know, we think, oh, that the soft little wake uh, coming on the, 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 the destined, yeah, s- not like on the beach. middle of Pacific Atlantic waves. You're riding the Mayflower over to the new world, big old waves, um, you know, the contour, <laughs> big old waves. I don't know why it's a big old, but you know, when peace like a river attendeth my way, a river gentle when sorrows like sea billows roll yeah there's yeah. that that bigness the you're looking up at this wave and how can i overcome this thing that's about to pummel me hmm. there there's a i love i just like the word waves
2: yeah so the the question is implying an answer so who sends the waves that bring us night it's implying that God is the one who is sending the waves. And Mm -hmm. I think sometimes that's hard to swallow. It's Mm -hmm. still hard for me to swallow. Um, But just like you were saying, Josh, unto the shore, the rock of Christ. So the Mm -hmm. end goal is that that suffering that he sends will make us more like him or leaning on him more. Mm -hmm. I think of the line in Job that I can't remember the number, um, the reference to, but shall we take good from God and not evil? Mm -hmm. Am I only expecting comfort and mm-hmm. uh, peace or wealth or perfect health, etc from God or am I also okay with maybe the hard things he's sending my way Amen. to conform me more like his son? That's right
0: that's good verse three here we go this is in my opinion one of the most hopeful <laughs> mm. you know it's like the the song was written for the purpose of giving hope to believers uh, one of the most hopeful verses in hymns, in hymnody. I, I really just, I love this. You, you mentioned getting to see your yeah, congregants the, raise their hands at the the proclamation, the Christ, he lives, Christ, he lives. But, and I, I, I love, I think Matt Merker in that YouTube video talks about how the latter half of verse three is actually his favorite part, but we'll get to that. What reward will heaven bring? I don't think they're meaning reward as in something you earned, mm-hmm. but this is a, this is a, Benefits. For the joy set before us. Yes, like
1: like the enduring the shame. This is yeah. something that we Christ will get did.
0: to enjoy in the yeah. future, um, because um, Christ has saved us, and, yeah. and we have faith in Him, and it's counted to our righteousness. We will we will have everlasting life with Him. There, we will rise to mm-hmm. meet the Lord. I just I love this imagery. Then sin and death are destroyed. Will be will be destroyed. Right now, it doesn't look like death is destroyed. We still have cemeteries. Mm. Um, we still have sin in our own hearts. We have sin in this world. But that hope is that neither of those things are going to be true in the, in the future, and that is so good. Mm. Neither of those things. And we will feast in endless joy. Endless joy. Feast. That reminds me of the Revelation 19, Marriage Supper of the Lamb, mm-hmm. um, and then Isaiah 25. He will. He will. He, we, we will sit down with Christ. He will f- serve us, rich food, well aged wine, and we will enjoy. My him mind forever. can't even
2: wrap yeah. itself around a part of that. You know, I this know. concept of endless joy, or that Christ will feast with us and provide mm-hmm. that for us. Like I can't even. I don't even have a reference point of what that will be, and I think it's it's supposed to be that way, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we can have anticipation and hope for to experience it because we don't know what it's going to be like.
0: And he's, yes, Jesus is seated at the right hand of his work is done, but he's also promised in John 14, I'm going to prepare a place for you. Mm -hmm. And there's work he's preparing, not begrudgingly. Nathan, Rachel, Josh, they're mine. I'm preparing them a place. And I I love the hymn brethren. We've met to worship that the end says, then he'll call us home to heaven at his table. We'll sit down. Christ will gird himself and serve us with sweet manna all around. So girding himself, like I'm assuming that's like when you it's grab your robe and yeah. pull it in between your legs so you can run or you're, you're, you're ready to
1: work. Oh, right? I always see it as a, or, a throwback to him. Um, uh, Putting on the towel and washing feet you oh, know, and serving that, us. That's that's another well, way to he'll think. He'll gird himself. But I, I, I was thinking,
0: yeah. oh, that I, that's a good point. I was thinking girding as in like preparing the table or whatever.
1: But Either way, he's he's, he's serving,
0: he, the, he, you know. Yes, that's so, great. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I just think that verse is so hopeful. And just how do you sing that and not at least smile? <laughs> at least just a little bit. Oh, man. Some people... One one other musical thing that I love about this this hymn in the verses. So we talked a lot about the chorus, the punchiness and the the melody jumping up and the um, just how it moves. But I love the chords in the um, the verses. It does like a it's like a circle of fifths kind of thing. It's, mm. Then we will rise A minor or whatever. Yeah. To meet the Lord, six minor, so D minor, then sin and death, G minor. I just there's not a lot of songs that actually use the circle of fifths in in how they form that and that that a minor chord it's just like i don't know it's that three minor it just it's like oh this got real interesting uh, i just love that part anyways let's talk about this awesome course and we'll be done music words whatever let's just let's talk about it for just a few moments and then we'll be we'll be concluded you want to start us off i'm gonna Mr. talk about guy.
1: the the music, yes. because, you know, the first few times oh, it, it's I the know. same, but uh, ahead, ahead. it always does the, have have oh, else. sing, <gasps> you know, you, you get to really shout it out mm-hmm. on that hallelujah part. And it's always, you have no choice fun. to shout because it's, it's cause the highest I know. note. In the <laughs> but, but also, um I mean, it, it was written that way on mm-hmm. purpose. I'm yep. certain. Absolutely. Our sp- and it, it, it. it Gives an echo to that. Um, our hope springs oh, man. eternal. Mm-hmm. It it, it gives work. you a feeling of what that feels like as you oh sing hallelujah. But I also love the way that the the last two choruses are different, um, it, at least in the way that they do it. So when you get to after the there we will rise, we'll feast with endless joy. Mm-hmm. Then then you've got that longer pause. Where mm-hmm. the the instruments drop out for a minute and you just hear all the voices singing out "Hallelujah," mm-hmm. and the, then the, the we, just we just did it. We just did it. You know, on Sunday, so I'm I'm still pumped about yeah. it and all. But we're gonna um, do. The, it then they Sunday. come back in, but the, but and everything changes <laughs> because oh, sing "Hallelujah." Like it, it it changes chords. Sorry, I was beating okay. the table, but just it changes overtones. chords every single um beat mm-hmm. on that very last the one. last one and boom and boom. It, boom it's just and boom, and boom, boom. it irritates me to no end when someone doesn't do that. Yeah,
0: it, that uh, important baseline. Yeah, you got to have the baseline. You got to
1: really. So, I, I love that. I yes. love the, the fact that it's not just done the same way. That's mm-hmm. something that I, I, I'm just gonna I, I continue to geek out a little bit on um, on uh, the music theory of it. But that's something that disappoints me in the way that the American church has begun to sing the hymns and how it's mm-hmm. become stale and dry. Yeah. And, and we needed these modern hymns. And and I think we also needed some of the more emotional um, songs that came into play over the past few decades because things got stale and dry it used to, you know, you did the verses in some sort of an accompaniment that matched what you were talking about. Like mm-hmm. I always think about, um, uh, yeah. you know, you were saying, um, uh, when peace like a river earlier, and then you mm-hmm. get to and Lord haste the day. Well, I think the piano should start to do da 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 da, you know, mm-hmm. in the accompaniment mm-hmm. during that because Ba-ba. you're 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 thinking about that day Vitorious. when the trumpet's going to sound. Mm-hmm. And and I love that that they do that here. They 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 explore different things. It doesn't have to be boring. It can change. There's a punch to it, and and mm-hmm. I think that we should try to develop that more and more into our Sunday morning yeah. times. We don't always have to do the course the same way.
0: I love the word springs, mm-hmm. because I think of it in two ways. The original way I've thought about it is because it relates to the melody. Our hope springs. It's like a trampoline mm. effect. like It springs us upward, but also puts our mind on heaven. Our, our hope springs eternal. But I think it actually is probably more like a spring, like a fountain, a pouring out of... Um, Eternal hope. Our hope it springs from eternity. It comes out. So I've, it, it can mean. I don't, I don't
1: know. Maybe I'm getting Did, too eisegetical here, I was putting kid, my meaning on it. but We used to sing the um, song Spring Up, Oh Well, Gush, 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 Gush within my soul. <laughs>
2: I think of John 4. I'm glad
1: I was spared of that song. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm familiar. I understand.
2: Um, dating myself. I think of John 4 when Jesus is mm. with um, the woman at the well. Yeah. And uh, towards the end of their conversation, he says, "Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again." Mm-hmm. Meaning the water that, that was right in front of them. Mm-hmm. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty again. The mm-hmm. water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And so that direction that you know you were saying it's it's going upward like a trampoline. Mm-hmm. Well, the focus is eternal life.
0: Mm-hmm. What's the passage? In, is it in Corinthians? The things of earth are transient, but the things mm-hmm. unseen are eternal, or something like second that. Second Corinthians
2: 4, yeah, I think. Second. Or 5. I, thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that reminds me of that. Now and ever we confess Christ our hope in life and death. Just punctuation, boom. That's the point of the song. And I think they
1: they do it so well. Yeah. I just found where I was at. You wanna you yeah. wanna you wanna read yeah. that? Are, me, okay, are you in First so Corinthians? 15? I am in First Corinthians fifteen, and so it's talking about you know if Christ had not been raised our from the dead, in vain. our preaching is vain, all that sort of thing. Uh-huh. But then in verse twenty, it says, "But Christ oh, has indeed been raised from the yes. dead, and the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep." And um, you know, although we we will die, we will we will rise again, and um, that's just basically what this song is all about our hope Mm -hmm. in life and also in death Yes,
0: Christ our hope in life and death by all them Matt boys and a Jordan thrown in there and a Keith thrown in there too but great song Uh, listener we thank you for joining uh, us on this podcast we hope it's uh, beneficial and we will uh, see you next time thank you Thank you for listening to Sing the Word. If you're enjoying the content of this podcast, please subscribe to our channel on your preferred podcast platform. Feel free to leave us a good rating, too. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pandora, and other platforms as well. If you've got songs, questions, or discussions you'd like for us to explore in future episodes, please email those to singtheword three sixteen at gmail.com. Again, that's seeing the word 316 at gmail.com. As we continue to improve and expand our platforms for this podcast, we'll be sure to keep you posted on things to come, Lord willing. Again, thank you for listening. Grace and peace.